0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies podcast. Today, I have a fellow single mom on the show, and we're going to be talking about time management, maybe uh, systems on how to get your home working well, and just uh, you know, two moms chit chatting. And hopefully, you guys can uh, relate to some of the things that we're going to talk about. And before I bring my guests uh, Abra on. I want to give you a little bit of background. And, uh, again, like I mentioned, she's a single mom of two great kids, and she's the owner of multiple private companies and an award-winning film producer and director, and is passionate about helping moms increase their time wealth so they can do more, have more, and achieve more in life. Her goal is to help professional entrepreneurial moms master their time effortlessly by empowering them with the skills taught through her programs, workshops, and live events. Uh, She looks forward to helping all of our amazing uh, listeners and amazing women become time wealthy. Please welcome Abra Shannar to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. I'm so excited to have you. And before we dive in, I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite cookie and or cookie memory? Favorite cookie is going to be
1: a ginger snap and my kids and I make some really, really good ginger snaps. I learned how to bake on my great grandmother's kitchen queen where you'd mill the flour and you'd actually have to pull out the tin to roll everything when I was really little. So we bake everything from scratch and we make some pillar gingerbread snaps.
0: Oh, I bet. And now it's like the holiday season. So I'm sure that that those are coming out. Yes. Wonderful. Well, that's a that's a new one. I I love asking that question because everyone's got their own version. Um, so thank you. So, film producer and director. What is that? Was probably a past life, or is that a current thing that you're doing as well? Actually, it's a current thing. Uh, I was labeled an
1: octopus which means that I can do many things at one time and hold everything equally in the air and nothing drops. So that's kind of a good mom skill, I think, to have as being an octopus. Um, Yeah, film and television is my passion. And actually here in our little hometown, where I'm fourth generation and my kids are fifth generation, we own the original and only movie theater to date in the county. And we're almost done resurrecting it because we had to fix it all up. And then we have the full stage. So the film and television is really so passionate that I actually have put about half a million dollars into one building to fix it just so that our town will have it for the next hundred years.
0: Wow, I'm a big movie buff. So I that just piqued my interest to be honest, cause yeah. I, I'm fascinated with the way that movies are made and like all the behind the scenes things. Um, I get made fun of I a work- lot, that I Google a lot of it. <laughs>
1: Yes. Um, Yeah. If you just Google my name, you can see all these red carpet photos where you walk down and they call your name and you have to look at the paparazzi just a certain way so they can get all these photos. And I've worked on every movie set in Los Angeles and have been in different, different areas of it, working in background and working alongside other actors and small parts here and there. And then I came to realize being the octopus that I am. And I'm a writer that I would rather write produce and direct. So I actually have some awards from the films that I did. And recently we had a deal with the discovery channel for a reality show that we're filming up in this area. So we're still working on that. Those things just take so much time with the amount of legal, cause you're dealing with real people, not a fake story made up. So it, it's a lot more dense to get through it. And there's a couple other shows we have on the table that I'm working on as well.
0: Very fun. Well, when those come out, we'll have you back for sure. And talk about those again. Um, So that takes up a lot of time. We talked about octopus. I think that's, that's a mom skill. I do the same. Like, how do you do it all? How do you balance it all? It's like, you just kind of do if you're made that way, um, multitasking and not really, you know, coming up with smarter, not harder. So share this a little bit more about, so you've got two kids and um, a little bit more about your, your mom, mom version of you.
1: Um, The mom version of me, so I really like to help and I like to help kids and I like people, but I really like kids. So I have been the county's coach for the wrestling program for the soccer program. And right now I'm doing, cause I taught myself how to program computers a long time ago and I still do all the computery stuff. So I'm the mentor for the high school robotics team helping with all the programming, which they're just about for kickoff. So they all around the world have the same build and then they try to go for the finals this year is in Houston, where they would win and they get to go to NASA and do a bunch of really fun things. So I give a lot of time to the kids, to the schools, that particular area, because I think we have, in my opinion, uh, oftentimes you have your teachers and then you have your home life and there's all of the life that happens in between. So I try to bring that to the table. So I know I've seen all these kids grow up. I know I'm all, you know, they're all getting big now and all the little guys that are coming up, but there's that level of there are other people in the world between your, besides your teacher and your home. And I think that's important, especially for us in our small town and a lot of small towns around the country is nice to know that you have a community. And so that's what I try to bring as a mom is that I'm community mom, I guess is the best way to say it, to bring a lot of fun and all of that good stuff. I do the PTA and, you know, all the things you would imagine that mommies do. I do.
0: Well, yeah, and being involved in the school also helps you see your kids a little bit more because they're at school during the day because that's their job. And then also being in the know because it's helpful um, to have that information to stay prepared and ahead of the game a little bit more. I would yes. Say. And I
1: definitely don't camp the kids. Like I'm not in their faces, I'm not in their rooms. I ask them, I, I will even say, hey, this is something I would like to do to participate and give back because. You guys are your seniors graduating, you have nobody for programming. So, I actually had a friend that moved here that's one of the top Facebook programmers, asked him to come in. He fell in love with the idea. So, he's teaching the lead on source control for the programming and on and on and on. So, it's really just bringing pieces together where it'd be the most helpful and support the kids so that the kids can get to whatever goal that they're all trying to achieve. So my kids have always been very happy with me participating because it's not me trying to tell them what to do. It's me saying, Hey, how can we help your entire class or help this entire sport? And so it's been a nice combination.
0: Absolutely. And so, you know, a lot about a lot. Um, I do, it sounds like we're very similar. I, if I don't know about it, I Google it, YouTube it, figure it out, try to get enough, information to either do it myself or at least be know enough to get dangerous. So then when you bring someone in to like fix something, help something, you can at least not be, be duped. Um, so do you do that similarly where if you find interesting things or if you're trying to, I mean, you're a single mom, you have to do pretty much everything, right. To make sure that everything else, which means you got to learn about things that you didn't probably know before. So how, what's your method of madness there? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I grew up,
1: uh, I came home to a one room cabin with no electricity, no water, nothing but a wood stove and an outhouse. And it was homesteaded from the state of Idaho. So that's how I was born. And when you are born that way, you've got to go split wood and put your boots on and not freeze when you're outside. It's a real thing. And so through that building, I actually built my own house physically, carried the BCIs, ran the nail gun, I mean, built my house And all of the stuff that I own in town in our main street that I've been fixing up, I've been working on. And then I hire in crews that are by code. I have to have someone with code touching something. But everything else, I'm standing right there with them the whole time directing everything we need to do. And really, yes, you can look things up. But a lot of it is apprenticeship where you just need to see it to know how it goes, hence why I'm showing up at school in all these different areas. So kids can see someone else doing it. Hey, there's a regular mom and she can program computers. Wait a minute, that seems weird, but it's not, right? So that level of showing up so other kids can see that there are regular people doing everything, that the world isn't just this, I don't know, very boxed kind of thing. Like you're saying, as a mom, you have to be able to like hold the baby while it's crying and make dinner and answer the phone, do 50 different things and not get overwhelmed. And that is what I'm trying to help kids see is that you can do all this and not be overwhelmed because it's super easy at these days to be like, Oh, I have a flat tire. My world has ended for the day. No, your flat tire will be fixed. It's just a matter of how many minutes before it's fixed. Hence the time coaching in this, that if you see the world more like that, you can get everything done and never feel overwhelmed. And that's not taught in schools. That's not there. So that's a lot of what I'm trying to bring. I can go out and learn it in different areas, but a lot of what I've learned is just by being in the room and having watched someone else so that I know how to do it. If that kind yeah. of makes sense in there. Yeah.
0: And and being more resourceful and either learning how to do it on your own or knowing a resource that you yes. can call. Um, I have a chaos control system a manual for your home. So it houses all of the information. So if something were to happen to me or if I'm busy or if I need someone to go do something, it's like reference the book, go in there. This is the person you're going to call for X or Y or Z, or this is where you can find the switch or this or that or whatever, just to make it a little bit more self-sufficient and give them a tool or a resource. And so become in, and, and, and arming yourselves with that information, yeah. as well. because that's
1: brilliant, actually really brilliant, especially for babysitters or anything. That's brilliant.
0: Yeah. Because how many times do we data dump everybody else or how many times it's like, this is how like, Oh, give me a minute. I'll show you when I get home or you have to send over a text message or a call. And then it's, you know, time wasted. So then we're, we're now wasting time on things that we, we know we're going to have to do. And so why not? Why create, recreate the wheel? It's, you know, here, here you go.
1: Exactly. And the other part of that too is, and this is where I'm noticing this with students and I see a huge jump in their confidence is when something's tasked on them, if they have not, they don't have the muscle, if you will, that hasn't been worked out to deal with something coming at them, it's panic. So, if you don't, for example, the resource book like you have, if something goes wrong and they're calling and they're panicking and you're trying to explain to them, they're not hearing you. There's a complete yeah. shutdown. I mean, they're in panic mode and oh my God, I have a flat tire, the world's going to end. It's like this panic situation because those muscles are not built up where you're like, okay, I got this situation. I can make the call and get the information, but with a book in front of you, they can sit there and calmly read it at their pace and try to get it into their head so they can deal with it. That's really a smart idea.
0: Yeah. And it's really great for, for those. um, I just had another conversation, her uh, ex-spouse passed away. And so now her kids are having to deal with all of the things and they're like, 20 and younger. And so having something that had maybe more of his information instead of trying to go hunt for it, they are not like, they don't know what those things are. They're learning about it. And now they're hunting for information. If you've had all that already, it just makes everyone else's life a little easier because when you're in those states of stress and you're in those states of confusion or exhaustion, you're not thinking you're not hearing. And so having that there, it's easy to just hand it to someone that could help or just make the process a little bit more absolutely. You know, comparable, you know, so, um, for you, you've got two kids, how old are they? They
1: are going to turn 10 and 15,
0: 10 and 15. So when you're out and about doing all these things, how are you like, what's your day to you know, day look with all the things you have going on with these kids as well. You're single parent. Um, do you have help? Have you, you know, figured out a way to do it without help? Tell us some what your day is. Like.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh fortunately or unfortunately, I mean you can grass is always greener on either side, right? Um, I don't have help. I don't have family help. I don't have help. I live so far near Canada that we don't even have cell service. So I can't leave huh. kids at home because they can't call out for help. So no one's allowed to be at home until they're driving in can drive with a day license and actually can drive, then that would be a different situation because they could leave if there was a situation or get help. So the kids come with me, but they have been traveling since they were two weeks old. I don't fly. We drive everywhere. We drive from here to Los Angeles, here to Chicago, Milwaukee. We're all over the summer doing different work events. So they come with me and they're extremely professional. And they know that your handshake is only as it's all a man has. And that's what your word is. So when we're working on these TV shows, they're on site, they're there with the filming crew. They know everything that's happening. And by legal standards, we can't talk about what we're filming because clearly the networks you can't yeah. let information out. And they are so good about it that they completely understand all of that, that there's never an issue with anything. And so we, they're, they road trip better than adults. They're amazing. And so when we do things. I know my son sometimes can't unload the dishwasher, but I think that could just be a guy trait. I'm not really sure. Sorry. Tell them <laughs> out there listening. I'm just like, I don't know if it's a dude thing or not, but, um, for the most part, my day starts at about three 55 AM is when my first alarm goes off. I have all of these things that have to be accomplished. We have a whole farm with dairy goats and everything that need to be done to leave the house by five 45 to catch the first school bus. My son goes to school about 70 miles South is how far his bus has to go for him to get my to goodness. school. Yes, so we we do a lot of traveling on a day-to-day-to-day-to-day basis. And then with time management, the, um, let me kind of segue just a little bit to, to give some understanding here. Most people don't understand that time is an illusion because whatever you think something takes time to do, you just think it takes that amount of time. And for example, most people think it takes 15 minutes to unload the groceries from the car. If you were to actually time it, this is things when we sit down and do um, personal time Lines with people at timetables, you will find out that unloading your groceries, maybe for you, only took 45 seconds to bring them from the physical car to kitchen. If Andreessen, or maybe in your garage, however you have it set up. So, really, it's not 15 minutes. You still have another 14 minutes of time that you didn't even realize you had in that one action. So, once you get good at understanding and getting a personalized timeline of what you actually need to accomplish in the day, how much it actually takes and then giving you some buffer time so you can enjoy that cup of coffee if you stop at Starbucks or your favorite coffee shop, you will realize you can do a lot. So even though we drive 150 miles a day just to get our day done, it's completely possible. And all of these things can happen all the way to robotics at the end of the day, all the way to 6 p.m. at night that there's robotics and then whatever else I have to do at the end of that, all the way to the farm time before I can get to bed and then start my day over. So it's possible and it doesn't have to be stressful either. It can, it's actually a lot of fun.
0: Right. Well, then you know what's, you're prepared on how much time, how much buffer you leave that buffer. And in, in case there's any, any hiccups, any, you know, that's, that's the beauty of time management is you have to put in a little bit of unexpected stuff, right. And make sure that you're time blocking or, um, hoping for the best and preparing for the worst. Yeah. Good.
1: And I, I think of that uh, the major one, and this is the biggest one we work with people is we, so there's three categories. There's the, I've tried everything category. There's the, I don't know where to start. I'm too overwhelmed category. And then there's the, I've tried, but I've lost interest category. And what that means is usually the number one thing that I would say to women to get control of their time. The very first thing is to start to have empowering language. Now it seems completely odd, but it's not. We will say, well, I will try to do this. I'm going to try to get over here. I can't do this, but I'd like to do this. Every one of those words, try, can't, and but are all disempowering language. They just tore everything about whatever your schedule was and diminished it and put it down in the corner as if it's not important. So immediately having empowering language saying, I will commit to this, or I will not commit to this automatically empowers you and gives you the respect for your own time to say, I can't make, attend this event. That is okay. Instead of this, I will try to, it's so busy. I'm going to throw it all in. Get your language empowering. Then you're not trying everything and nothing's working because you will be committing specifically to certain things and discommitting to others. And all of a sudden your calendar starts to make sense. And this buffering time, although yes, you want to you know enjoy your coffee. The buffering time is kind of a symptom of the inability to organize your time because you're always just trying. So you just add more time because if I mess up over here, then then I have extra time over here. And I, those are all just symptoms of the the root problem. If you get rid of the problem, you don't have to buffer all this extra time. Right. Otherwise, right. unless you want to enjoy your time.
0: Right, right. Like I have a system for the kids, for instance. I put we get the the clothing put into the. I have this um, filing system. It's like a hanging. Uh, Oh my gosh! A hanging shelf that goes from yep. the crossbar. It has five sections, and then on you know Friday or uh, Sunday, we'll put all the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday clothes in there because they're um, they're in private school. They've got uniforms some days, some days they don't. Everyone's got different PE days, so forget it. Trying to like remember who's got what, <laughs> and uh, so it's all in there. So then all they have to do in the morning is take it out and go, and they get dressed. So I don't have to hound them in the morning. They're not looking. for, I mean, still not foolproof because sometimes they don't they change their mind or they don't feel like wearing those pants, but that's their uniform, but it's expected. It's there. It's prepped. It's weather appropriate. And so it then will take away the, what am I going to wear? Or where's my shirt or where's this? Right. So being proactive and not reactive. And it, yes, right.
1: Absolutely. And that is one, one of the solutions we actually offer up at depending on when we meet different moms with their different scenarios the organizing the clothes for the week thing. And as your kids are getting older, each parent has a different time when they want to allow their kids to use the washer and dryer. You know, every household is going to be a little bit different, but the idea is I get a lot of moms that'll come to me and be like, I'm overwhelmed with laundry. I have all of this laundry stacked up. And just like your clothes Monday through Friday or Saturday, if you have sports, you know, for soccer or whatever, it's going to be Monday through Sunday, however you want to do it. The kids should also have their laundry. So if Sunday's laundry day, for example, just take that day, then each kid needs to do their laundry, put it in the washer, do the washer, put it in the dryer, do the dryer, go hang it up and sort out the week. So it's not just a matter of I picked out my socks and pants, the younger kids. Yes. But as they get older, the responsibility of getting your clothes done and hanging them up and getting them ready for the work is just preparing them or for the work week is preparing them. So as they get older, it isn't seen again as this where I get so many people that say this, they're overwhelmed because this little thing that actually the washing machine's a robot, it's already washing your clothes. The dryer's a robot. It dries all your clothes. There's not a lot going on that you have to do unless you're standing there staring at it, that these Things are time savers. And if you can see these as time savers, and then when you organize your closet in a way, you walk in, it's money, put it on and you get to go. You've just saved yourself an entire, probably 45 minutes of stressing out about clothes. And as adults, if you get into adulthood already with that rhythm, life is so much less stressful. So amazing. Again, you, you're you doing a very, very good job at home.
0: <laughs> no, well, I, I teach this. Yeah. We're very aligned and I teach this as well because it's just, you gotta just be more, proactive. And I have little kids. And so it takes a little bit more time for me to do because they want me to do everything, but they still need to learn. And, you know, I don't have my ex-spouse to play off of, or, you know, have that also that discipline there. It's like, you have to, you know, I do, I am very fortunate. I do have some help. I have a, a sitter or nanny that comes in and helps me because it's more like, I've got to work full time. I've got to, you know, lots of different moving parts. And so it's, they don't have the authority as a parent. And so you still have to take on the parenting role and they are able to come in and step in and do discipline or, but at the end of the day, mom's mom and then, you know, they're not. So it's, it's just more trying to create those systems where it can create more just flow. Um, you know,
1: Yes. And one of the things that seems to work really good, and this is all ages. So, I mean, teenagers all the way, I mean, 20 somethings can have this problem too. So all ages, when the kids understand the why, why are we doing this with a close? Because then we are gaining this amount of time at the end of the week. And if you can show that, whether you have whiteboard to draw it on or print out something, and you can explain it in almost like a classroom setting to say, This is the amount of time that we have saved because we didn't waste it on running around looking for a pair of socks that we couldn't find because it was underneath the couch that we really had to have this favorite pair of socks and whatever the drama is, all that time saved, right? At the end, it's like all saved. Now, how are we going to spend this? Let's spend it wisely because your time is wealth. It's like money. Let's spend this time. So let's say you gain an hour for the week. So maybe 30 minutes is getting ice cream, your favorite ice cream and going to the park or 30 minutes to grab this and 30 minutes over here. And so the kids can understand that the why we're doing it is because it has these benefits over here, not just because mom told us or just because the parents told us. And that's what ends up happening is a lot of times you get a lot of pushback from kids because they think they're just being told what to do. They don't understand the why oh, of it. But oh, once once you it, see it, the
0: why what to do,
1: <laughs> right, right, right. But if you're like, we're doing this because it saves time, let's all this time is now wealth over here. How do we want to spend it guys? Do we want to go to the movies? We, sp- we actually got our chores done so early this week, we could actually go and watch an hour and a half, the new Kung Fu Panda 13, or I know it's not 13, but guys. it feels like they'll have that <laughs> one. <laughs> right. No, But running. that kind of helps sometimes get the kids into the why zone. And then it adds on to more like why you want to get your homework done so we can go do something this weekend. Why do you want to get it done and get your grades? But it, that why that starts to phase into everything else. And it really makes it a lot easier to work as a team and as a family, as a po- as opposed to feeling like you're in the middle and they're pulling in every single direction and you just want to cry <laughs> in private, oh. but you want to cry.
0: <laughs> yeah. I've actually tried, um, we've in- implemented the uh, ticket system. So I have these tickets and I actually got it from one of my daughter's par- friends, parents, and, um, they do it where every, every, uh, tickets, a dollar, I've learned that they're they're now my kids are younger and they're at the age where they're understanding the value of a dollar. So now I'm switching it because they up until this point, they just they do something good, they get tickets. If they wrong each other, they give each other tickets. And they haven't really understood that that like what do we cash these in for, even though I've kind of told them, they haven't really asked. And so now I'm gonna move it into more of minutes like, if you can do these things, you gain X, Y, Z tickets. That's an extra minute to do. You get five minutes um, of more screen time or you can, you know, have five more minutes of whatever. And it'll help them maybe have a, a visual with, you know, the sense of time or a theory because they're minor on the younger side. And so that seems to be helping because just the sheer voicing, you're you're wasting minutes. It's not working anymore because sometimes they just, ignore. And they also go back and forth between their, their dad. And so the rules are very different at each household and trying to wrangle them and remind them like where they are and what their responsibilities are, um, and expectations. And so that's also something to help bring them back to earth.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's a brilliant one too. And if the why is big enough, they'll do it. And even if they go to dad's for a bit and you know, they come home, if, if the Y is big enough any of us it doesn't matter what age you are you'll do it if your Y is big enough so why am i doing this uh cuz i get an extra half an hour to play on my ipad you know uh, whatever plants versus zombies whatever they want it whatever they're doing whatever game they're doing those things are super duper helpful because once you can master that things get so much easier why do i have to go to class right now well because you're in college and that's what time the class starts you don't have to struggle uh with this stuff as you get older especially great job starting off with your kids being younger it will make such a difference later and they'll be so much more confident and be able to manage life. That's that that's what we're seeing right now is a lot of unabili- inability to manage life. Like everything's chaotic, everything's a problem when it's really not. They just don't have the skills. They were they were just not given the skills in between.
0: So kudos to you. You're doing a great job, mom. Oh well, thanks. You know, you gotta get you gotta survive and get by and do what you can. And hey, I'm not above bribery, but sometimes the bribery just gets out of control, and you know. You save those for for that, you know. I think as parents, we just try to survive, but you want to do it in a way where you're sitting down at the end of the day and feeling like you have things accomplished, instead of spinning your wheels all day and then sitting down and feeling like you got nothing done. But you didn't stop, right? So just really making that's that the busy
1: thing. Yep, right, that's right. where busy, and that's just uh, because we don't have control over our time wheel, and that really that's where we're just too busy. That's what we say because it's just kind of our. um. It's a cover up really because your time wheel coming all the way back to that empowering language, starting with the yes and the no and committing and feeling good about it. And then from there, being able to, once you understand that, and then looking at your time, find the one thing that you is the thing that's causing you the most grief. There's going to be one thing in your day or your night or your week that's causing you the most problems. Try to find out what that is and then actually record how long does it actually take you to do this thing? And have you just blown it out of your? proportion in your head and it really isn't that big of a deal and now there's this an emotional attachment and then you're upset with the kids because this and that it just keeps on going it's kind of like balloons starting to get away grab all those strings for those birthday balloons before they take off in party city there bring them all back down and get some control over those things because a lot of it isn't that you don't have the time it's that your mind is thinking you're too busy and so you're just foggy
0: and you can't see. it's just clouding your judgment really Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. So how would one work with you and how do you help, um, create this, this space for, for parents and how do you, how do you work with, with them?
1: Uh, if I have a website, just coach Abra spelled a B R a.com. And you can get in touch me with me through there. And then you can see some of the programs we have. I also have a membership that's free. You can already get some, uh, there's the vacay time cheat sheet to ta- already start to teach you how to just even break down time on our community. The link is on the website. And then, yeah, I have just, I have a variety of different people that have a variety of different needs, different moms call me for different reasons. And then I just work with each one to figure out what they need. And then we just solve the problems and their lives are just better. And the kids are happier and we're all better because at the end of the day, everything's okay. And we all have enough time. We just don't know it because we're so stuck in our own lane that we don't realize that it, it can be okay. And that things are okay. And again, I just like to help people. So this is my, me giving back.
0: Yeah. You sometimes just need another lens to look at it because you can't see the forest. If you're in the trees, you know, can't see the trees if you're in the yeah. forest or see the frame when you're in the you know picture. So it's just a nice little third party putting eyes on it and just perspective, because sometimes we just get so stuck and we don't think about it that way. Or we think, oh, we can't do it that way because our lives don't look like that, but in just trying and finding the right balance. So.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, even as simple as we have challenges that come in that some people, their grandmother wrote cards. It's very important to write cards. I need to write these cards. I have all these cards to write. I don't have all this time. We can narrow down something that normally takes five to seven hours and get it done in less than 15 minutes, every for every birthday and holiday and year for the year. Like there are systems that can just be like, okay, I just took all that time and stress and it's out the window. And now I can completely enjoy this cup of coffee and all my work's done. So that's where that multiplying your time comes in. So we get an understanding of it. Then we learn how to scale it. And then we start to multiply it. So we become, as you said, in the very beginning, Kind of a boss about things. I liked how you said that. So,
0: yeah, yeah, and being proactive versus reactive because that's you start your day as a reactionary, then you're constantly playing catch up, and then your your moods are ro- like crazy, and then you're blowing up on your kids, and then if you're starting it proactive, then you're already prepared, you're ready for it, and then it's just a more of a calm of the day, right? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being here, and please. um for your listeners that are interested in, in having, um, some more of Abra, please go and check out, um, her community and her website. Everything is in the show notes. Everything is linked there. And I'm sure Abra would love to hear from you and get some feedback about uh, this episode. And thank you so much, Abra, for being here and sharing a little bit more of your mom wisdom. Yes. Well, thank you so
1: much and uh, have an excellent day and was an honor to be here. And uh, I say all moms are beautiful and wonderful and we're all talented and amazing. And let's keep raising the tide. So all of our folks can be lifted because we have one of the hardest jobs I've ever seen.
0: And I love y'all. Oh, thank you. And I completely hundred percent agree. It's there's no manual that comes with motherhood and uh, life. So we just do what we can and it's okay if you're struggling and it's okay if you're kicking butt, but either way, you know, you're doing a good job. Exactly. Right. Right. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the chaos and cookies podcast. Go check out Abra and all the fun things that she has to offer and her tips. And again, it's in the show notes and we'll catch you next time on another episode of the chaos and cookies podcast. Thank you for listening to the chaos and cookies podcast.